Welcome to After The Show, your weekly movie podcast brought to you by A. Scully and Sid Talk. We're addicted to movies, are you? Hello everybody, welcome to After The Show. Hello Sid Talk, welcome to you as well. Yellow. I just want to say I appreciate that you uh, do the podcast every week. That was very nice of you. (laughs) And I like you. (laughs) Well, seeing as how we're married, that's a a good thing. (laughs) I appreciate that, thank you. Where'd that come from? I'm appreciating you. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks. <laughs> I'm so good at being appreciated. You are. I love it. Thank you. I love you for doing the podcast. Thank you. I do none of the work. I literally sit at my desk. I'm editing photos. I'm looking at social medias. How much I'll effort do you put probably, in? Probably, I'll probably play solitaire later. So what you're thanking me for is literally sitting here and talking to you as I do any other time. So I'll take it. I'll take it. You sit and watch <laughs> a movie as well. Not I that did. that's difficult. No, I'm always looking forward to that. Love Good fest work over. To both of us. Love fest end. Yeah. So that was it, not the before the after the show discussion, by the way. He said nothing about appreciating me at all. I was going on a little rant about competition and some other stuff, mishmash of things was before the after the show, and now we're into the show show. All right. Saturday, September the twenty third. This is after the show, your weekly movie review podcast. And on episode eight hundred and five, we're looking at the movie Talk to Me. It's a 2023 release. You can get it on streaming right now, rated R. And it's from our weird and wonderful friends at A24 Studios. Sid Talk, give us the synopsis of the movie, Talk to Me. Well, they're not really our friends. Let's not overestimate how much they don't know that we exist. (laughs) Well, I think they they actually do, because they do send us some movies. They do. I don't think it's the people who make the movies, but still, that's fine. If you want to live in that world, that's cool. The synopsis is a spooky thing that you do with a spooky object, and it's deadly. All right, I'll give you the one off the cover. When a group of friends discover how to conjure spirits using an embalmed hand, they become hooked on the new thrill until one of them goes too far and unleashes terrifying supernatural forces. That's exactly what I said. It is. Well, it is, but you said <laughs> thing, it with less they words. A, they use a thing, and bad things happen. So talk to me. It's the latest horror movie from A24. Sid Talk, what did you think? I liked it. The, the end. end. The end. <laughs> I enjoyed it. You know that I enjoy weird shit. I mean, that's just... If you'd thrown some zombies in there, which kind of there was, so we're going to go with that. Definitely some dead um, reanimations. Well, or was it in the imagination or what? On a different plane of existence, we'll yeah. say. So here's the story. Some jerky kids have this plaster hand. They light a candle. Whoever touches the hand and says, talk to me, thus the title of the movie. And then they see that while they're holding their hand, they're like holding the hand of like the spirit of a dead person who all of them were disgusting and gross. And they seem very bitter and angry. Random as well. And as soon as they say, I let you in, then the spirit thing goes in them and their eyes get all weird. And then they say crazy shit and they have turned it into like a drug. Yes. So they go to these parties, they strap the person to the chair, they do it, but they've learned somehow, some right, somehow, this should be part of the origin story, that you ha- if, if you don't get the spirit out of you in 90 seconds, then you're dead. So it's like they get a rush from it. And now this one young woman does it and she is brokenhearted because her mother died. 
that's intermingled, you know, the idea that her mother is somewhere in the spirit world, and that's it. So it's an Australian movie. Was there was one bad thing that you said before that you didn't like the sound mix? Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, didn't I, you agree? I agree. Uh, some of the dialogue was uh, mumbly. I thought it was worse near the beginning of the film than it was at the end, which is weird. I think I thought about that, but I think we just got used to it. Is that it? Yeah. So we tuned our ears to listen harder. Yeah, I really think so because yeah. I was like, what the? I mean, I understand that you want to mix for some some level of reality, right? So if someone's clear across the room and their voice is going to be quiet, my favorite scene almost for sound, if anyone identifies with that, is where she's facing us and she's got the water running in the kitchen. Her dad comes in a couple yards behind her, talks to her, and she rolls her eyes like, you know I can't hear you with the water running. So she turns the water off. He says it again. She responds. She waits a second. She turns the water back on. He <laughs> talks again. And she's like, oh, he rolls her eyes and turns the water off. And she's like, what? That was a good use of sound. And then the rest of the time, it was like. <laughs> it was like. Um, like there, there was a bit of a subtext in the movie about people not listening to each other and just using the phones and kind of blanking each other out, even though they're right together. Was there? Yeah, I kept seeing it at the beginning of the movie, but then I thought that was going to come to something, but it didn't actually. Maybe it was just me. Yeah, I don't think that was... There's people at the beginning, like, it, because it was called Talk To Me, I was thinking they were going for the idea of... It didn't come off, but I was thinking they were going for the idea of we don't really talk to each other, we're just kind of busy doing our own shit. Oh, I don't... I didn't feel that at all. Like, zero. Right. So, I don't know. That's where I thought it was going for a while, and then it didn't go anywhere near that, so... It goes into a horrific... It reminded me a lot of another A24 movie called Hereditary. Mm-hmm. It had that kind of vibe to it where you're not quite sure once you get introduced to the rules of the game, you're not quite sure how far it's going to go, what is going to happen. Yeah, and you're right. They are using it like a drug. I feel like Hereditary, though, was just much more like creepy. Creepy as F. But it had that kind of vibe, the semi-realism, but then this weird thing going on. You're not sure if when she's seeing a dead person, like afterwards, part of the game or part of the rules of this thing, if you don't let them out of your blow out, because you have to light the candle to let them in. It's you a blow lot of out, rules. Yeah, you blow out the candle to close the door and somehow some of them attach to you. See, it's kind of random. Then we see her looking at them and then it's her. And now you're right. You wonder if it's all in her imagination but, but then people around her are reacting to it. But yeah. then you're like, oh. And they all experience it. So yeah. it isn't just her. So I think that we're, I'm convinced what she's seeing and what we're experiencing is this other plane of existence. And the one scene where, so her half brother is like a kid and he does it and then he gets completely fully possessed. And then the evil spirits or whatever are trying to like kill him all the time. And at one point, she goes into their plane of existence, and it's just this raucous, chaotic, anarchistic, disgusting, bloody pain. You know, it's like really horrible laughter and bloody bodies yeah. and chewing on flesh, and that's where your your spirit is lingering, essentially. So I feel like that, in this world, that's real. So we're not, she's not imagining it anymore. Yeah. Not in this world, this world, in the world created in the yeah. the mythology of this movie. In the middle of the movie, I was kind of like, oh, I'm not sure which side it we're supposed to be on. But then by the end, it's explained, isn't it? That's a really good... Uh, it's not really explained, but I mean, it follows through. Yeah. It doesn't um, leave you going, huh? 
Yeah, it doesn't leave you thinking like, wow, was that all in her mind? But because it, I mean, I guess it could, but I'm convinced it's real. I'm not going to spoil the ending, but I thought the ending was actually fantastic. The last 10 seconds of the movie. Hmm. I didn't see that coming. I mean, I have this thing about people saying about the ending, but not saying about the ending. Now the person's waiting for the ending, no matter what you say. Right. So I feel like that's a, you are telling them. that's their problem. No, you're introducing them to the idea that now... Oh, the ending is going to be a thing. It is a thing. Right. But if you don't say it, then the anticipation isn't there and the possibility right, of discipline. You can't forget it. You've opened <laughs> the box. <laughs> you've lit the candle and you've let it in. So yeah. just I have, I just have a pet peeve about that. I also um, said to you that the hand that they use in this, <laughs> which looks like a paper mashy hand, but the people say that there's a real hand inside it, right? It is plaster. It's like. Paper mache yeah. over a dead medium's hand. Right. And I was like, hmm, A24, they're probably going to sell that hand. <laughs> Some went on their website. They've sold out of that hand. They so have. Yep. If you want a creepy hand, you can. What I think is someone who was making that movie had that hand from art class from college or high school. And they were like, we need a vessel. Well, no, look at the hand and thought up the whole story. Right. What if this hand was something? Because I, I, I made a hand when I was in art school or art class in college. I had a one of those hands that you make out of plaster that you form around yourself. I had my face. I had my arm. So I think that's where the story started. And the hand had all kinds of writing all over it. I'm guessing that's the real hand that the person had in their dorm room. And it just looks like it always did. I really like the idea of this movie. It was pretty different to what I'd seen before. Yeah, I've never really seen this kind of idea. The The way it's presented to you as well, it's an Australian movie. There's no superstars in it who you know. It feels more real in that way. And it's got this interesting way, like with the filming. There's this scene where, in the middle of the movie, where they're basically just abusing the hand, like just using it for to get off. Mm-hmm. And it's like this uh, montage of them all like going through it. And it's really dynamic i just read that 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 scene was filmed in an hour they just did the whole thing in one go i thought that was the most boring part of the whole movie oh i really liked it i, thought I was, it was like a, okay i get it you are using this like a drug okay 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 let's move on i liked the music i liked the way it was filmed <laughs> the camera was all over the place it was a bit danny boyle-ish where it goes up in the air and back down so mm. it did have a style to it this movie the kids, I, c- I couldn't figure out their ages, like, because, like, when they're at school, they seem young, and then when they're out and about, they're really... They never seem young. They seem like they're all about 22 years old. But what what age were they supposed to be? Because they were in, like, high I don't know. school uniforms. Well, I don't know what Australia, how old you are when you finish... It's the same as Britain, like, you leave at 16. Well, they're not 16, because he's 15, the brother, and he's little. Yeah, and they seem older than him, mm-hmm. the girls. But then you see the girls and they're at school in school uniform. So I was like, I don't understand how old anybody is. It's weird because the girls do seem 25 sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a bit weird for me. Do like the it gets gory in parts. I didn't expect that. Yeah. The opening of this movie as well, like the first minute or two is really gets you in there, doesn't it? Shocking. Mm -hmm. You're like, what the hell is happening? And it's not explained to you. It just seems like this incident. It's explained to you as the movie progresses. Yeah, but at yeah. the beginning, you're kind of like, what was all that about? Why did he do that, you know? Uh, no, I wasn't confused at all. I was convinced that it would be explained. Oh, I had no idea. I See, I didn't no know idea, the movie was about the hand thing. But you've watched thousands of movies. You didn't have to know it was a hand thing. Yeah. But you knew that somebody 
was possessed by something. The guy no, the I didn't. I, I didn't you I had to know think. because he said they're in me and his back was all scratched yeah, I was up just weirdly. Thinking it was mental. No, you didn't because it was a horror movie. No, I, I actually wasn't. Don't thinking, pretend like you're falling for shit. Wasn't That's thinking ridiculous. along those lines. Was thinking along the lines of this dude's gonna. He's killed himself. Like it's a suicide. This is a twenty-one. It's gonna be some weird a21. shit. A twenty-one. That's a new one. Or whatever it's called. Twenty-one. A twenty-one is like the um. What are they? A twenty-four. A twenty-four. Well, if you know it's a twenty-four. You know it's going to be some weird shit. See, A21, they bring out the stuff you don't know what it is. <laughs> no, that's A25. <laughs> yeah. A37, you don't even want to go there. <laughs> I really liked it. I think it was a like a unique horror. It was shocking in parts. I felt like the maybe the last third of it dragged a little bit. Do you get what I mean? Like it, it kind of repeats itself a couple of times. What do you mean? Like you feel like, oh, uh, I don't, I've seen this already. In this movie. And here's another scene that is similar too. Mm. Um, and that's the only problem I had with it. I have a super problem with the audio, apart from right at the very beginning. Yeah. Not just bad audio. It's like, because they're Australian and they're speaking slang quite a bit, the kids to each other, mm. that was a bit like, uh, oh, I don't know what that means. I can't give you an example of that, but were, you know what I'm saying? When they sat on the curb talking. A little bit. You're like, uh, what are they saying to each other, young people? I'm so old, I don't understand the words you're using. <laughs> All right, so let's get on to the cast here. Sophie Wilde plays Mia. She's like the main part of the movie, really. What do you think of her? She was really good. N again, I didn't don't... like the baby talk whenever she do the little baby talk. I find when that she... super irritating. Yeah. When she's like, <laughs> I don't like that, but I feel like that might be... Trendy. I don't know, but it was really irritating. Or just her. No, 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 no. I watch enough stuff to know that's a thing, you know? Right. Where you go, well, I see me, me, me. You know, like adult people talking like that. Yeah, I've heard them talking like that to pets. Yeah, and to people. Alexandra Jensen plays Jade. She was really good, actually. Yeah. I like the, uh, like the relationship. Was so the really dynamic is we have this, our main young lady is a half-sister of a sister and a younger brother. She lives or is staying back and forth in the home with her father, who's apparently father to these other two. But I'm guessing that her father and their mother are divorced because they don't live in the same right. place. Is that right? That's what I thought. Okay. So the dad and her live in one place. The mom and the other two kids live in another house. And her mother had died a couple. Of, she only died a couple of years ago. Right. And they're separate. Oh, I'm confused now. I didn't think about all this before. Her mom only died two years ago. Mm -hmm. And the dad has two other children with this other woman who are basically the same age as her. Are they from before? They can't be from before because he's younger and she's older or the same. Yeah, the other know. sister. Maybe he had an affair and had this oh, one. Maybe that's why they split. That's going to be part of the origin story. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 I'm back to ground, ground zero here. Yeah, they, they are making a sequel to this, by the way. Do you know what it's called? Think of it. Think of the um, title. Uh, shut up. <laughs> it's called Talk, and then the number two, and then me. Oh, God. Clever. Clever-ish. Yeah. So, yeah, I really like this girl who played Jade. We've got Joe Bird, who plays Riley, the young kid. Yeah, he was good. Yeah, he, he had, had to, to be go all, through some He stuff. had to go through some effed up stuff. Yeah, some effed up uh, special effect type stuff. And Miranda Otto as mom. The mom was awesome, I thought, because she was really 
like harsh. Yeah, I've seen harsh mums like that. It's like she's pissed off all the time, which would explain. And kids are just really fucking her off. And some at some point, the half sister says to her, "I'm I hate that you've invaded our life or forced yourself on our family." So yeah. I feel like there's a lot of dynamic going on there. Yeah, this is the first time movie directed by Danny Philippou and Michael Philippou, the brothers. They've, they actually was offered to these two. They'd made some short films and Marvel came to them saying, we want you to make something for us. And they said, no, thanks. We're making this. All right. So that's pretty awesome. Is it? Cool. Well, that's like, I'm making, we're making our own film. We don't need I mean, you. I like, I'm not, not supporting that. We don't need that. you to come and snap us up. I don't know if that's awesome or if that's how you should expect people to be. Yeah. Instead of I expect them to go, oh, yes, Marvel, give us millions of dollars and then buy up our talent and then make us sign a contract so that the next five movies we write uh, belong to you. And then just make us really bland. And make us really rich. Rich and bland or comfortable and exciting. This is a really <laughs> good um, first direct director thing. It's like when I saw Hereditary, Ari Aster, this guy, I've, I'm going to watch what he does because this was awesome. And then we went on and he did other awesome movies i'm keeping a watch on these two you know what i'm saying yeah so imdb reviews these are people who didn't like talk to me as much as we did <laughs> these will be the people who gave it a one star we just like to see what the other i'm probably not going to disagree with everything they say i understand it has flaws okay the first guy says um, this movie doesn't work it's really bad bad acting no story and it's not scary all the characters are stupid Hmm. I found the whole thing very boring. So why all the good reviews? I guess A24 paid for the hype machine. So that's that guy. The second guy says, I've known for a while that A24 release horror films for pretentious people that don't actually like horror but want to watch horror. I know this, yet I keep watching the garbage they release. Garbage. Only twice as Tusk is a masterpiece. Tusk? Yeah. What? He likes Tusk. Is this Kevin Smith? A24, yeah, I guess. Or J Muse, it's J Muse. I wish I could give this garbage a zero, but I can't, so one out of ten, avoid at all costs. It's not garbage, and it could be considered pretentious, but so could everything on some level. And I love using the word pretentious, but I understand. And the final guy says, this movie is not good at all. I don't know how much the budget is, but it's clear that it wasn't much. It didn't convince me. The special effects were terrible. There is no goal or pleasure in watching it. The actors are the worst ever. I do not recommend watching the movie as wasting your time on it. There is no point. There's no story at all, and nothing the actors do can make this any better. I uh, wish... It's hopeless. I, I wish uh, the director would have made an effort to make a good story, but he didn't. It's hopeless. Just so, hopeless. So those are the people who didn't like it. We didn't see any extras because we saw the streaming version. Let's give this movie a score. I'm going to give Talk To Me a 7 out of 10. I think 7 sounds fair. All right. Thank you to A24. Next week, we're going to look at the movie Gran Turismo. What do you think of that? Isn't it Gran Turismo? Gran Just Turismo. saying. Gran, tu Gran Turismo, starring uh, Hopper from Stranger Things. Now, I don't care about Gran Turismo. But you do, because why? It's a PlayStation game that I really <laughs> like. This is the true life story of the PlayStation game. The true life story. It is actually a true life story. Oh, you mean how the game became a game, not about a story inside the game? No, it's nothing to do with any of that. It's a true story revolving around the game Gran Turismo. 
Okay, when you say revolving around the game, you mean okay. the creation of the game. They made the game, and then they made a, a competition every year where you go and play the game, and then after you've played the game, professionally kind of, you go and race the same car on a racetrack. Okay. And then they have a real race. So basically taking PlayStation game players and making them real race drivers. Okay. This is what it's about. That is a good explanation. Okay, yes. <laughs> I got it. All right, movie recommendations. I am going, here's a couple that um, I will always recommend every time. Hereditary and Midsommar, my favorite A24 horror movies. You love that Midsommar. I like Hereditary as well. And mine are science fiction movies from the 21st century, starting in the year 2000. I'm up to the year 2019. And you might say, but you're going to run out of time. But guess what? It's the end of September. So yeah, I don't have that many much more, many much more. It'll squeeze right That's in. That's good English, that is. <laughs> By the end of the year, I might be venturing outside of this little list, but whatever. So those are just movies I have seen. This is not about quality, I can assure you. But it's just movies that you may never have heard of. And then uh, you can go watch them because you want to be like me, which is hilarious. <laughs> so mine are from 2019, Gemini Man. So that'll be Will Smith in the same movie, at, right, as uh, I Am Legend. It's that weird one that was 60 frames a second. That's all I remember about it. Maybe it's not the one I'm thinking of then. See, sometimes I don't fully remember the movies. It was and 60 then I have frames to a second. It was really like kind of irritating. He was on a motorbike sometimes jumping over stuff. Oh, you're right. So yeah. it wasn't what I, I'm thinking. It's like making the perfect person or something. I don't something. remember what, really what it was about, but I remember it being annoying. It's Will Smith. Yeah. Oh, he's like a clone of himself. That's it. Of himself, of himself, of himself. Okay, so it is Will Smith, but it's not the I Am Legend story. Because no. he also did I Am Legend, so I'm confusing them. So there's that. <laughs> Gemini Man. Yeah. Glass of 2019. That's the um, second in the trilogy of M. Night Shyamalan's movies. Right. Yeah. What's the first one called? Invincible, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Yeah. And then Glass, yep. And then we have Hellboy, which I am a Hellboy fan, but I don't think I appreciated the new one that as much as I like. was Hopper as Hellboy. Right, and he was fine, but I really, really like the original Hellboy and Hellboy 2 with um, my man Ron Perlman, Beauty yes. and the Beast. And then I have Light of My Life. No idea what that is. Yes, you do. It is about that little girl... And I will look it up real quick because I didn't investigate. When you say, yes, you do, and then you don't even know what it is. <laughs> well, I want to give you, it is, you know, no. uh, what's his name? Manchester mm. by the Sea and the little girl in a post-apocalyptic oh, world. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Where there are no that. girls. It was very much like The Last of Us. Yes. They yeah. have to survive in a world that all has fallen apart. I remember apart. him going up in an attic. Possibly, but yeah. the thing is, you don't want to be a female in this future world. Actually, that's quite good, that movie. She's a daughter, and he's trying to protect her at all costs. So, oh, okay. And it was a virus that... Okay. I take so it back, I do remember. Okay, there's that one. And then we have Terminator Dark Fate, also from 2019, which we agree was supposed to be the da da and then it was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was... Yeah. Mm, but you know what? If you're a Terminator fan... You got to watch it all. Just like me with zombies. I like zombies. I'll watch it all. I like, um, what's another franchise that I like? A Predator and Alien. So I will watch anything Predator or Alien. Yes. Regardless of the quality. And we watch all of The Walking Dead. I think we're the only people. <laughs> we're left. the only ones left. We keep watching it. We're like, oh yeah, it's more zombies and stuff. 
You keep watching it. I would probably ditch I it. I can't dip. No, it's too late. I get what you're saying, yeah. but I would probably ditch have, it. We have to stay till the bitter end. <laughs> <laughs> and it is a bitter Til end. Till society actually crumbles. Yeah. Fine. All right. I've been playing a game that I've already played before, which seems weird. It's like reading a book twice. Yeah, but you love this game so much. It's called Arcade Paradise. It's a uh, game where you inherit a laundromat from your father and then you have to run this laundromat and then as you're running it just like washing clothes you realize there's a back room with arcade machines in it and your goal is to it's like a business simulator is to fill it with arcade machines and have the best arcade in town basically like you have to do the laundry stuff to afford the machines and then as you get more and more machines the laundry becomes like a back See, at the moment where I'm playing it, I'm only on like day three. There's so much laundry to do, Sid Talk. <laughs> and trash to pick up. Yeah. I mean, it feels like there's no fun, really. It's just that stuff. Like, I, I know there's cool machines in the back, but there isn't a second in the day to even touch them. So I've got people using them and I'm emptying the, oh, you have to empty the hoppers, as they call them, and take all the coins out. So you're doing the grind. Yeah. But I know from playing it before that eventually... It gets easier and easier, and then eventually you can just basically play arcade games all day. And in this arcade, they've made, like, 30 arcade machines that are all based on, like, old arcade machines. They're not, it's not really Pac-Man, but it kind of is. And you can play all those games. And there's also a business sim where you can set how much each game costs, so you can make more money each day. It's just a really cool game. Arcade Paradise. I played it on PS5 the first time. This time I'm playing the PC version. It's on Game Pass. So if you've already got Game Pass, it's right there for you. Just go and try it. It's really good. It might be my one of my favorite games of, was it this year or last year? Mm. Well, like this year. Last, I think it was this year. I mean, this is September. Maybe at the beginning of this year. Yeah. Yeah, I've played, I must have played 40 hours of, the, of it on PS5. And then I'm like, do I want to play it again? Yeah, I do. So must be a good game. Sits or what's for dinner? Tonight we're going to have curry something. So I'm going to get some Curried coconut. Goat? No, no. I'm not sure if you got the memo. Old fashioned memo. Uh, we've been vegetarian since 2009 and everybody seems to have a weird thing about that. I'm not like a skinny vegetarian. I'm a very round carbohydrate eater. Maybe I should call myself a carbohydration or something like that because... Being vegetarian doesn't mean you're like health freak or anything. So what we tell people is, yeah, we eat whatever that just isn't a dead animal. It's no, no judgment. It's just a dead animal you're eating and I'm eating dead plants, you know, whatever. We're all killing something. We're all killing something. Yes, that's, a good, <laughs> that's the name of our vegetarian book. That's a good t-shirt. <laughs> Lay off the vegetarians because we're all killing something. Yeah. We're all destroying something to stay alive. So just currently we do dairy and eggs and stuff but people all the time and i still have this every week if it comes up and people are like oh what do you eat i can never live without meat and i'm like well you could like technically you don't have to but we eat everything else and so tonight i'm gonna get some potato pea cauliflower coconut milk throw in some curry powder some onions some of my homegrown tomato sauce and pepper sauce and then i have a bag of rice that i'm gonna cook because you're the rice master and i am not i am the rice master i'll get some naan bread some naan i know not to say naan bread now from that movie spider-man yeah because you're saying <laughs> bread bread yes and so that's what's for supper. 
And what's your advice? And let's get out of it. My advice isn't advice, of course, as we like to say. It's just commentary. Not all of us constantly weigh the question of why about all the things in life. I'll leave that there. We don't all have a fear of being dead. Now, dying or the process of dying, that's a different thing. I think people get confused sometimes that when you say I'm not afraid of dying, I mean, I'm not afraid of being dead because to me, being dead is just that you're now back to whatever the earth is. You know, I mean, I'm not a religious person, but it is like dust to dust, right? You were born from cells and particles. And when you die, you go back. So I don't have a fear of that. I wouldn't want the process of becoming dead to be terrible and painful. So it's reasonable to be afraid of that. But being dead, once you've turned my light out, I'm fine with that. I don't have an internal grinding, sharp pain and suffering at the thought of being dead. I don't. I understand people will miss me and that people will be sad and that I will no longer be here to be involved. And I am 100% okay with that because that is life. And that does not dismiss mourning and grieving people and missing people and having heartbreak about losing people. Not at all. It's just for my own self. I don't feel like I'm in a scramble or on a, a clock, like a ticking clock to like, oh my God, I I, I want to make sure that I get everything done and, and, and that I make everybody feel okay so when I'm gone, they'll be okay because they won't be okay, right? It won't be okay. And I'm okay with that. That sounds awkward, but I think the people who get what I'm saying, get what I'm saying. And then um, also not all of us wonder about like purpose and meaning of everything. It's just not innate in me to wonder why we're all here and what we're all doing and what we're going to be in the end or where we came from. None of that. I mean, I might have had it when I was young and then that passed. And then I'm like, this is life. This is it. Like I'm living and I love it and hate it. I mean, there's terrible things. And then that's it. Like I know a lot of people want to inject in you their own fears and their own Whatever it is, it can be manufactured. Let's not forget that our world is full of entertainment that reinforces what the people who wrote the songs and the poems and the stories and the plays and the movies and the books were all feeling their own angst and fears, and they put that in there. And you might be a person who wouldn't have had that if not for like sort of like the world swirling it around you constantly, right? If you actually don't connect with that fear and you know, questioning everything. If you're kind of like, um, should I be afraid of dying or being dead? But I don't feel it. Well, maybe not. Maybe you've just been taught that thought, right? I mean, it's just a, it's another option for people. So that's it. Well not, done. Well said. I don't think it was well said, but it it, it has been said and hey, recorded Scully. for all eternity. <laughs> Ascully.com is the place you can go to to get this podcast. We're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, I keep saying Twitter, X, formerly known as Twitter. Is that right? I think it's stupid, so I don't care. <laughs> X. <laughs> Nobody calls it X, though, do they? I think the whole thing is stupid. Not you, that whole drama. Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, YouTube, those are places you can get podcasts. And you can also get our podcast there. I like to call those places the podcast stores. <laughs> you know, go to Make the up your own shit. Store. I love it. Yeah. Email feedback to me, ascully at ascully.com. Do not email Sid Talk with emails because she doesn't use emails. What else would they email me with? Emails. I'm just saying. You know, <laughs> photographs. 
<laughs> you said don't email me with emails. Correct. I got it. <laughs> and uh, stay classy, A24. Keep bringing us cool horror and other things because not everything's horror from them. Thank you. And I'm going to say thank for yourselves because if you don't do it, someone will do it for you. <laughs>